There's wearable printers? Oh, there is. Yeah, you can like put strap them on <laughs> really? your wrist and stuff. Yeah, just so you can kind of walk around and have your hands oh. free. Like, yeah, we're turning into like cyborgs. Oh, now, I didn't you know? know that. They have wearable scanners and wearable printers. So you're kind of like Iron Man, you know? <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Jared. Hi, I'm Melinda. And welcome back to The Secret Life of Inventory. This is a show where we talk about all things inventory related. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, barcodes. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about all things barcode related. We're going to talk about what they are, how they work, uh, the different types of symbology, how much they cost, and of course how you can implement barcodes in your business today. Surprisingly, there's still a large number of companies that are just using pen and paper or Excel for tracking their inventory. And this is because a lot of these businesses share the common misconception that barcode systems are expensive and only for, you know, big box stores or major brands. Yeah, and I mean, the truth is that barcodes can actually be, you know, you can reap the benefits from them if you're a small to medium sized business, pretty much anyone can get started for as low as like a few hundred dollars. So they're not just for the big guys, they're for the little guys too. And we're gonna show <laughs> you how you as the little guy can take advantage of barcodes today so uh, if you want to learn more about all you know anything inventory please subscribe to the channel and you'll get notified whenever we drop a new episode but for now let's just dig into barcodes so barcodes at first glance they just look like a bunch of lines and numbers but what are they exactly yeah so i mean if you boil it down all a barcode really is is like it's a picture that represents a code an alphanumeric mm -hmm. code right there are different symbologies and that just really depends on like how you're using your barcode so like certain industries will use specific barcodes to their mm -hmm. industry the common ones we see in the stores are those linear um, barcodes of course yeah. the the black and white rectangular uh, ones yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, those are generally speaking are usually are upcs again they're different uh, symbology but yeah for the most part it's just a way for a machine to read a code and then connect that code to a, uh, a database mm -hmm. a can database. you elaborate on what symbology means yeah so uh, essentially symbology is just like a different coding language uh, a lot of different industries like um, for example books if you're buying a book they have a specific barcode that they have on the book that just mm -hmm. books have right so it's called um, ISBN I believe it is an ISBN and then like uh, other products like the traditional one again you see in the grocery stores those are generally UPCs universal mm -hmm. product codes um, there's also EANs which are European article numbers um, and then there's those are used for products that you're selling to other people uh, to consumers or suppliers or whatever and then of course there's like code 128 code with 39 those are more for internal use like okay. logistics and so can you tell me how do these barcodes actually work yeah so I mean the common misconception about barcodes is that they're just like these magical things you know <laughs> like that there's all this information just stored in this like this picture of like yeah. a bunch of black lines right but the reality is there needs to be a connection made prior right so Again, all a barcode is, is just a way for a machine to read a code. That code needs to actually be connected to some sort of database, right? Some, the information needs to be there already, right? Mm -hmm. In order for that relationship to exist. So really a barcode just, is just a numbers and letters, right? So that, that doesn't mean anything unless it's actually pointing you to something, right? So mm -hmm. here's an example. When you go to the library, those still exist, I think. Um, <laughs> when you go to a library and you're looking up for a book, right? You know the name of the book, you know uh, the author of the book, right? Yeah. Uh, you don't obviously have any of the information inside the book. That's why you're at the library, right? So you go over to the, you know, those drawers you pull out and they have all the cards, right? Um, I think that's how libraries still work. Maybe they <laughs> it's don't. Been a long time, yeah, it's, been a, it's been a while, right? But we'll say that's how they still work. <laughs> and maybe they have, they probably have computers now, mm -hmm. right? But the same idea right you type in the name of the, the book the author whatever and then it'll give you like a code and it'll tell you what floor it's on what shelf it's on oh, okay. uh, what yeah. stack it's in whatever all that so then you can go there and then locate the book mm -hmm. think of barcodes as the little card in the library 
in and of itself, it doesn't actually have any information other than where the information is located. So barcodes are, are essentially that. They're the little card that tell you, or tell the computer rather, uh, where the information is located. And then you go, it will then go to that information and then pull up the information. Yeah, it makes life so much easier. Exactly. <laughs> like even for like when you're going to the mall, like, oh, do you have this shirt in stock or like something else? Yeah, I think it just goes beep and then... Good to go. <laughs> yeah. pulls, pulls it up, right? Pulls it up all for you. Mm -hmm. That is like magic. But the, <laughs> it's not technically magic because you got to to do all the, the legwork. Mm -hmm. and set it up beforehand yeah so if people want to start their own barcode system how would they go about creating their own barcodes so i mean you're going to need a few things obviously you're going to the first you're going to need barcodes right yeah. <laughs> that's that's the big one you can't uh, really barcode anything without barcodes yeah. so that's the main thing that you're going to need uh, and how you get your barcodes will kind of rely on how you're using them and what mm -hmm. your workflow is so if you're looking to just kind of use barcodes internally just in your own company and your own in, uh, business and you don't really need other people to, to recognize, be able to scan those barcodes and glean any information from them. You can just use like a, a barcode generator. There's tons of them online. One that we've recommended often is barcode-generator.org. Is it free? Uh, it's free. Yeah, totally free. <laughs> Big, to be, that's always the sure first you know. question. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before you continue, is it free? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's super easy to use. It's free. So you can yeah. just go there. It'll generate as many barcodes as you want. You can just print them out. I think it provides you bunch of different format options you can just mm -hmm. print them out and then use them uh, and then there's also actually barcode fonts which is a great okay. way to kind of and those are great because you can kind of just like do things as you want if you have like any any uh, program that supports uh, true type fonts you can just go in and then type out your code that you've created mm -hmm. so some people like to make their barcodes the same as their SKUs. so if you have a system in place already you could just grab your SKU number type it into the in, as a font and then it'll just like magic uh, yeah. you have a barcode now right and then you can print those out put them on your products or whatever right and mm. then the, the, the simplest and the best option in my opinion um, a little bias of course <laughs> is if you already have an inventory management system that has barcode capabilities has mm -hmm. like the barcode functionality built into it they will be able to just generate barcodes for you right uh -huh. so you could just go into your product you want to generate a label with a barcode for one of your products right you just go to that product listing you can generate that barcode and then you can actually use our built-in label designer and then put that barcode into the label make a label a custom label of any size shape yeah. you know as get as fancy or as simple <laughs> as you want with it and then boom you just print them out and then you can scan them and they're going to be attached to the product that's already in the system that you've already built so it's like it's super nice. easy to start yeah. implementing if you already have the system right so what are the pros and cons of creating your own barcodes? So obviously creating your own barcodes is a um, really great option for anyone who's just looking to do something really cost efficient, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's free, right? Yeah. You can just the use... The like, yeah, yeah. the generator's free. Exactly, yeah. right? So it's perfect. You just go and you just make your barcodes and then you can even just use your cell phone to scan your barcodes oh. if you don't want to invest in a, in a scanner and you can even use an office jet printer to print out yeah. the labels so it's like it, it can literally be free and you can even use excel um to just kind of scan it now mm -hmm. that being said i don't want to miss the opportunity <laughs> to talk trash on excel <laughs> but it's not great for barcoding right because yeah. if you're using excel and you're using barcodes all you're really doing is you're creating a super fast keyboard right so you can mm -hmm. populate cells and stuff but just scanning the barcode oh. but like does that really do you much good you know <laughs> i don't know again again stay in your lane except <laughs> the cons i guess um would be that no one will actually recognize your barcodes outside of your industry right mm -hmm. so they're not going to get any information there's no authenticity attached right so if no one really know that those products are coming from you uh, if you're just using external barcodes mm -hmm. and a lot of times you actually are required to have 
uh, registered barcodes. So it's really only good for internal purposes, um, but they are great for that purpose. Mm -hmm. So what if people want to sell their products externally, like in retail stores or online stores, how would they do that? Yeah, so the only way of doing that is uh, <laughs> is you go through an organization, a non-for-profit organization mm -hmm. uh, known as uh, GS1, so Global Standards 1. They handle like global logistic standards like all over the world. And a big thing uh, that they do is barcodes, right? And they've been around for as long as the barcode has been around. <laughs> um, before they were GS1, they were known as the Universal Council, Product Council, Universal oh. Product Council. Uh, and it later became known as GS1. But that council is, uh, they kind of developed the barcode. There's a whole bunch mm -hmm. of different options they had available that they were going to choose from. They landed on that linear one, the one that we see today, yeah. uh, the UPC. Yeah, and they've been around since the very first barcode was used in a, in a supermarket. So <laughs> it was it was 1974, I believe, and it was in a pack of uh, juicy fruit gum. And I used it, to eat that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? So, I mean, what better way to start off than yeah. with juicy fruit? It's so iconic, right? So, yeah, that was the very first barcode that was scanned, and, and they were around since then, and they're still around. Mm -hmm. Um, and you essentially just, you go to GS1 and you purchase barcodes. Now I'll say that you're actually not purchasing the barcode, right? What you're actually purchasing is the code and okay. what the barcode, you know, comes with a barcode. So they, they'll embed it in either a UPC, which is universal product code that's used in North America and other places, mainly North America. And there's the EAN, the European article number. Uh, and that's of course used if, uh, in mm -hmm. Europe mostly. And you can get your bar your GTIN, um, which is a global. What does that stand for? Yeah, it's. A, I think it, <laughs> it's a global trade item number, and it's it's a universally recognized number. So mm -hmm. when you get a barcode through GS1, that GTIN, anyone can scan that barcode, and they'll be able to have it linked to a global database. Okay. That's you know registered through GS1, so everyone will know that that product belongs to you, your organization. Have, you'll have that authenticity, mm -hmm. so you, you know it'll fight like counterfeiters and stuff like that. So that's what you need um, if you're going to be selling your products and you want your products uh, to have that barcode yes. recognized externally. So GS1 is kind of like the central hub spot for all these barcodes. Yes, they are like the master <laughs> and commander yeah. of all things barcodes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they. Um, so they're, they're all over the world too. So yeah. any, anywhere you are in the world, there's GS1 offices everywhere. So you can find it, you can get your barcodes easy, no matter mm -hmm. what. So how do people know what kind of barcodes to use? Can you tell us more about the different kinds of symbologies? Yeah, of course. Um, so, I mean, the type of symbology that you're going to be using is really going to be dependent on like how you're using your barcodes mm -hmm. and where you're using your barcodes and, and your workflow ultimately, yeah. right? So as we talked about before, if you're using your barcodes just internally, you're, you don't need to, to spend the money because, you know, purchasing, uh, <laughs> buying barcodes obviously costs money. Um, so if you're just using them internally, you can probably rely on like a code 128 or code 39, which is a bar the barcode font. We actually have a code oh, okay. uh, 39 font that we for offer free? for free. Uh, yeah, for free. <laughs> sure Always you know. the first question. Jeez, you're <laughs> very economical. I like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's free to use. Anyone can use it for as much as long as they want, any kind of way they want. Um, yeah, we've had people like ask for it to use for like making tattoos and stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so any purpose. You want you want a tattoo of your name in code 39? Boom, download the oh, font, baby. You got it. It's like a dystopian like vibe putting a barcode on. It like, really is. Humans? Yeah. It is. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's going to be what employers are going to be doing soon. Oh They're just going to barcode all of us, right? <laughs> number nine. Number 10, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's... Um, oh, uh, then if you're going to be using your barcodes externally, of course, you're going to have to get a, a G10. So you'll either be using a UPC or, or an EAN. Mm -hmm. And then there's also, I mean, there are so many different types of barcodes. Yeah. So I'm kind of just boiling down to the ones that... What do people want to sell on like Amazon? Yeah. So Amazon actually has their own separate barcode oh. um, symbology. So it's ASIN. And mm -hmm. that's a great way for like, if, you, if you're selling a product that other people are also selling, it will kind of put you all into the same ASIN yeah. bucket. So it makes discoverability for customers a lot easier. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're, they're like required. I know they're required for, uh, <laughs> 
fulfilled by Amazon. So if yeah. you're having Amazon fulfill your orders for you, you're not doing all your own logistics and whatever. You definitely need an SIN for that. Okay. Um, yeah, so there are a lot of different types. Um, there's also, like I mentioned before, for books, there's the ISBN mm -hmm. number. Uh, there are other, there's tons of different symbols. It's like QR codes, right? Like, oh, I feel and then like, there's QR codes, yeah. of course. Yep. Um, Since COVID, it became a big thing. Like Huge thing, yeah. They're kind of becoming the new, they're the new kid on the block. <laughs> you know? They're the, the yeah. ones making waves now because uh, Japan's actually been using them forever. Um, oh. They was developed. They were actually developed in Japan, and they've been using them. It's like in 2011, for example, they used them for like a disaster relief for the earthquake that happened there, so yeah. people you know can get relief and things that they need a lot easier just by you know scanning a QR code to have information about so like where help centers are, where they can get water, food, shelter, all that stuff, right? So it was like really, yeah. really great to have that available. We've been adopting them obviously more recently in North America. Now they're mm -hmm. kind of everywhere. You yeah, know, I feel like menus. a lot of restaurants don't even have yeah, paper yeah. menus anymore. They're just like scan the code. Like when yeah. you don't have a phone, and, like you yeah. just can't. Don't get food. Yeah, you, <laughs> like, you don't eat. You don't. No smartphone. Yeah. No eat. Sorry. You know, like, on your phone, there's like Apple Wallet. You can put your credit card in there. Um, mm -hmm. Boarding passes and like concert tickets. Yeah, like, everything. Super, all of them are using QR yeah. codes. Yeah, and even GS1. I think they they're going to be kind of steering everything into QR codes as well. Oh, really? Like by 2027, I believe they want to have everything converted to QR mm -hmm. codes. Um, I mean, I mean, QR codes are great because they they they're capable of storing a lot more information than the traditional barcode. Like that's why like you can uh, scan them and it'll send you to like web sites and stuff yeah That's like, like business cards have qr business codes cards. Yeah, too, it's right? been using in marketing all kinds yeah. of different things yeah so yeah. The, 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 again new kids on the block a <laughs> lot lot to a lot of ways it can be used and i mm -hmm. think um, you know you've even seen bouncing around on the super bowl screen <laughs> this year, you know and one of my favorites is the starbucks app there's a scan to pay like because mm. when you order at starbucks you get star points too right so if you want to just like attach your credit card to starbucks you just use your phone that is some, that's brilliant yeah, yeah that's brilliant <laughs> just, yeah. It, it, all one thing, you know, you get your points and you get to pay mm. with one scan. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting all so streamlined these days. I yeah, love it. I remember looking into it and also, I didn't know before, but QR stands for quick response code. Oh, see, <laughs> I did not know that either. I did not know that either. Just, I just figured they just Yeah, we just always do it. Like <laughs> just whatever. Let's just name it. <laughs> so how much does it cost to start a barcoding system? I mean, it can be as... It could be as inexpensive as zero dollars. Realistically speaking, if you want to get a really good system going, it's gonna it can cost actually you know as, as few as a few hundred dollars. You know, mm -hmm. again, if you're you if you're creating your own barcodes, that's free. So that's just not gonna cost you much, right? If you're buying your own barcodes, depending on how many you're buying, it's gonna cost a little bit. You're gonna, you can do a, just your phone for a scanner, um, or you can get like a USB scanner. Those can you know you can get one on Amazon for as low as like forty bucks. Like mm -hmm. they're really really cheap printer. You can use your office jet printer, or you you know you, if you wanted to invest in a label printer, you can get yeah. one of those. A few hundred bucks would get you a pretty decent one, of course. So they're pretty cheap. And then you of course the inventory management system with the barcoding capabilities attached to it. Now you can get like trial versions for those and just to see if you like it. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're already paying for it, you may as well you maximize know, it. Maximize <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the return by by implementing the barcode. Start using the barcodes. Mm -hmm. Right, but even those like inflow is it's incredibly cheap. You know, a couple hundred, a couple hundred dollars a month, as low as that, you can get you know start using it um, with barcodes. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. it, it it is very affordable. Like like we mentioned, it's not just for those you know big box stores, those big yeah. Like even small businesses can start barcoding, and it's only like the barrier entry is so low. Like, and those are just startup costs, right? The only thing that's going to be continuous is if you're you know if you have a cloud based system, it's going to be a, a monthly subscription for that, but. The actual implementation of the barcodes, getting that uh, hardware right off the bat, it's a one-time fee and it's going to save you so much time and money, right? Mm. So, so if people want to buy barcodes from GS1, how much would that cost? Uh, so, like, like I mentioned, it doesn't vary depending on how much you want. In the past, it actually, 
the barrier of entry was a lot like higher because you needed to get at least 10, right? So mm -hmm. then you had to pay the $250 for the 10 plus the $50 renewal fee. So you have a $300 barrier of entry just, yeah. just for, you know, 10 barcodes. But recently they actually released um, this program where you can actually just buy a single barcode, right? Which is great for like a small business. If you mm -hmm. have just like a couple products, like under 10 products, yeah, you can just buy those barcodes for $30 a piece and there's no renewal fee, which is like, oh, nice. great, so like right? one time, one time fee, you know, <laughs> it's just, which is <laughs> no like so costs. rare these days, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, wait, you don't want my money every month yeah, yeah. Yeah, or every year or something. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, so they're, they're great for that. And, um, and it's made, I mean, we loved it so much too, because we have a lot of customers who are smaller to medium sized businesses. Mm -hmm. They don't have a lot of products and they just want to, to, to barcode a few things. So we actually partnered with GS1 oh, and nice. yeah, we, we partnered with GS1 and we created an inflow, um, G10 barcode shop. So it's a place where you can just go and buy your barcodes. It's it's directly connected to GS1, so we're not even taking a cut. It's mm -hmm. the same price as you would pay oh. if you're buying it through GS1. It just kind of makes the process a little more seamless for our customers to kind of just go buy a few barcodes and then you know get started barcoding right away. Mm -hmm. That's nice. So is GS1 the only place to buy UPC or EAN codes? I, okay, so this is this is a bit of a sticky subject. <laughs> so for years and years and years, GS1 allowed reselling of their 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 registered barcodes. But back in, I think it was in 2002, they decided that they weren't going to allow that anymore. And they maintain now that you have to buy your barcodes through GS1 uh, to make sure that, you know, they're officially registered barcodes. So they can't be third party, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of companies, like if you're selling through, like if you have your stuff on Macy's shelves or you're selling through the Walmart marketplace, a lot of these companies, they don't accept third party barcodes. So your, your best bet is to really go through GS1. It's not that expensive. It's very, very affordable, mm -hmm. right? So it's not like you're saving much money in the long run. And it, it gives you that that like peace of mind, I suppose, because yeah. we don't know what's going to happen in the future, right? We don't know how um, strict they're going to get on these barcodes. I know even some like um, marketplaces, I think like Amazon is like cracking down on them as well. Oh. So like a lot of marketplaces are going to start cracking down on the usage of them. So it, you really should just, if you want to future-proof your your purchase barcodes, definitely go through yeah. GS1. What about hardware? If people want to start printing their own barcodes, like what kind of things would they need? Yeah, so I mean, there's two big things that you're, you're going to need. I mean, well, three if you include the computer. <laughs> but most of us have that already, <laughs> yeah. right? So um, you're just going to need a scanner, obviously, and you're going to need a printer. Uh, as mm -hmm. I mentioned, you could just use your phone and you could just use your office printer, but you know, you're probably going to want something, especially if you have more high volume scanning environment, like you're scanning a lot of stuff every single day, your phone is going to slow you down. Having to run to your office printer and like cut things yeah. and stuff, like who, who wants to do that? You know, like, I don't know. Like anyway, so it's best to just kind of invest a little bit and that initial investment is going to bring it, you know, take you a long way. So as far as what um, to get for hardware, mm -hmm. for printers, I mean, there are tons of different options out there. There's like, you know, wearable ones, there's, you know, portable ones, there's, you know, stationary ones or whatnot. Or... There's wearable printers? No, oh, there is. Yeah, <laughs> you can like put, strap them on really? your wrist and stuff. Yeah, uh, just so you can kind of walk around and have oh. your hands free. Like, yeah, we're turning into like cyborgs. Oh, now, I didn't you know? know that. <laughs> they have wearable scanners and wearable printers. So you're kind of like <laughs> Iron Man, you know? Multi-purpose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a very uncool Iron yeah. Man. Um, yeah, so I mean... Um, as far as like specific printers, we've had a lot of luck with the like with the Dymo Label Writer 450, and they come with like a software that you can actually make your labels with and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that it's pretty great, uh, and and it works with Winflow really well. We actually have our own uh, proprietary printer that we're going to be oh. releasing later uh, by the end of the year, I believe. We already have a scanner, and I'll get into that in a minute. But um, we're going to be releasing a, a new printer that's going to work 
really, really well with Inflow, obviously. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I would assume so, right? Yeah, no, it's going to work great with Inflow. Um, and we're going to be, again, we're going to be releasing that later this year. I guess that's really all you need for printer. There's printer paper. Um, yeah. But yeah, for that, it's like there's all kinds of different. Um, Is there specific like sticky label paper? Yeah, we've had really, we've had great success with like the Avery series. Um, but like, you know, we're not sponsored by Avery. We're just, you know, <laughs> not, not sponsored. But yeah, we just have, we've had a lot of um, luck with them and a, a good experiences with them. But there are so many different things out mm -hmm. there. So just kind of like see what works for you. What about scanners? Yeah, so scanners are... Um, which scanner you choose is really going to depend on, like, again, how your, you know, workflow is, mm -hmm. um, how often you're using it, where you're using it. So, for example, if you're scanning in kind of a stationary place, like maybe, you know, boxes are coming to you and you're kind of scanning them as they flow through the process or whatever, you can just get like a USB wired scanner, you know, just you'll plug it into your computer, plug mm -hmm. and play, scan away, good to go, right? If you're kind of more mobile and you're maybe you're in a warehouse situation uh, or, you know, you have a stock room that's really big or something and you're kind of on the move and you need to be scanning things on the move, you're going to need something wireless. Um, so... For that, you can you can get again just a USB dongle, um, one that kind of just creates. It's like the same thing as like the a wired Bluetooth ones. connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll just be a Bluetooth connection and will attach mm -hmm. to the scanner now. I mean, those are great, um, but you have to remember that there's no real screen, and so unless yeah, you're carrying true. your computer around <laughs> with you, like, you're gonna <laughs> run into some issues. And then what's the real point of doing yeah. that? Uh, and, and if it's on a desktop, I mean, good luck unless you, yeah. know, you got it on a cart or something. I don't know. Um, so for that, it's like if you're doing more like mobile scanning we'd always recommend like a smart scanner and what those are essentially is they're like there's a screen like, they have a screen and then they have the software actually loaded into it okay. so you can actually navigate the software um while you're scanning like we have a smart scanner so mm -hmm. inflow smart scanner 3 uh here's a quick plug uh, it's amazing <laughs> uh, it's built into an android system uh, and it's like got all kinds of great features uh, attachments and stuff like a pistol grip attachment all that so it kind of creates a more traditional scanner feel mm -hmm. to it um, yeah, so it has Inflow like just downloaded right onto the app. So you can do your pick packing and receiving just right there in the app and then just navigate the, the app and do all that stuff. So you can see what you're doing while yeah, you're doing yeah. it, right? So it's just, it's amazing. And you don't have to worry about like losing connection, the Bluetooth mm -hmm. thing. Like if you go too far, you might lose connection and it might stop. You know, you don't really know if it's still scanning. Is it still making the noise? <laughs> yeah. Who knows, right? You don't know what's going on. You're just yeah. kind of just scanning blind, mm -hmm. just, you know, spray and pray, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So just to recap, what are the main things that people should consider if they want to implement a barcoding system into their business? Yeah. So, I mean, again, the big thing is how you're using your barcodes, internal, external. That's like the number one question that you should ask yourself. Am I going to need these barcodes mm -hmm. recognized outside of my organization? And that is going to kind of take you down one of, one of the two paths. So it's either going to be, you know, creating your own barcodes or buying barcodes, right? Um, so that's the, that's the number one. And then uh, number two is like how many products do you have? How often are you scanning those products? How many um, products are you going to be labeling on a constant basis? And that'll kind of dictate like what type of hardware that you're going to require. If you're scanning a lot, you're going to need a scanner that can keep up with that volume, right? Mm -hmm. If you're printing a lot, you have a lot of products and a lot of things that you're storing. Everything needs to be labeled. You're going to need a printer that can keep up with that kind of workflow, right? So it's really all dependent on like how you're going to be using these uh, barcodes and kind of what your workflow is. Mm -hmm. Nice. I think we covered a lot about barcodes. I think uh, <laughs> everything about barcodes has been touched at this point. I don't, I don't even know what the, what's le what's left. <laughs> and that is a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however it is that you're consuming this content. I hope that you've learned everything that there is to know about implementing a barcode system in your business. And if you want to learn more about inventory management, you know, just like and subscribe. Mm -hmm. We'd love it if you could also leave us a review. And if you have any ideas on what kind of topics you'd like us to cover next, feel free to let us know in the comments and we'll see you in the next episode. Okay, bye everybody. Bye.